everybody, and welcome back to our second episode of the In the Trenches podcast. How's it going, everyone? How's it going? We're just here enjoying some lemon ice cream right now. Yeah. Uh, Mason's mom came in clutch with the delivery of uh, the lemon soft serve ice cream. It's actually pretty fire. Mom, if you're listening to this, thank you for the ice cream. And it is Wednesday, August 11th, and we are joined by our friend Ryan Brown. Hello. It's good to be here. All right, Ryan, tell us a little, about, a little bit about yourself. Do you, you know, do you watch football? Do you like the NFL, college? Yep. Uh, I went to school with Mason and Easton, and um, I would say my favorite NFL team is Indianapolis Colts, and my favorite college football team is the Purdue Boilermakers. All right, Ryan, keeping it in Indiana. Yeah. Well, I guess last episode, Easton, we never really told everyone about our teams and who we really reside with. I mean, they kind yeah. of they, they kind of figured but. it out. But I am I'm from Ohio. I'm an Ohio State fan for college, all college sports really. And then for professional teams, Cleveland through and through. I'm a Cleveland baseball fan, Guardians fan, Indians fan, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Cleveland Browns fan, Cavs fan. Then we got Mason over here. Yep. Um, so half my family is from the great state of Kentucky. So I'm a Wildcat, University of Kentucky, bleeding blue, basketball, football, all that jazz. And then NFL, I'm a Patty Mahomes fan, so I got to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. But that's enough about us. Let's, uh, <laughs> but for this podcast today... Uh, we're going to be talking about the best traditions in college football. We're going to have another little football card pack opening. Let's go. And then, who really is America's team in the NFL? Alright, well, without further ado, let's get into it. What the best traditions in college football? So, kind of just, you know, look some up, Google them, see what they got. So... First off, we're gonna we're gonna tell you what they are and give you a little explanation, a little background to them, and then we'll we'll share our picks after like who we what do we think is the best one. So first up on our list, we got the Kinnick Wave, and this comes from the University of Iowa. Started back in 2017, so it's kind of the the youngest one on the list. And at the end of the first quarter, Iowa fans and players turn to the University of Iowa Children's Hospital. And they wave to the kids. All the kids come up to the window and they wave at them, makes them feel good. It's a really wholesome tradition, you know. The Children's Hospital was built right next to the stadium, so that's yeah, I, easily. You know, you they have kids in there that are suffering. They just so happen to have a football field next to them. Players realize this. People just around notice to start and start a tradition to just make people feel better, and that's what it's all about. Really, just people making people feel better. Yeah, I think it's uh, pretty neat. That, uh, some obviously sometimes these football games can get emotional, but something like this can remind you that sometimes there are things that are bigger than football, and that everybody, fans of both teams, can appreciate. Yeah. Uh, next up on our list, we got Howard's Rock from Clemson. This started back in 1967, so it's a little older than the first one. 
but uh, Howard's Rock was placed at the entrance of the Clemson Memorial Football Stadium. So as Clemson players enter the stadium, before they run down the hill, they go to the they go to the rock, they touch it, they rub it, they do whatever they want to the rock, you know. <laughs> whatever whatever they need to get whatever, done. Whatever. whatever they need to get done so they can go get it done out there on the field, you know? Yeah, and it's basically just <laughs> just to honor one of their ex head coaches, coach. Frank I mean, this Howard. is just this is just a classic in football. You have people that just want that they usually have signs up on the locker room. Some people touch those before they go out. Yeah. Like I and it's kind of just a normal thing in sports. It's just a classic though. Well, we have Ryan dying over here. I don't know what he's Ryan like, good over there. <laughs> yeah, <I thought> my <laughs> Um, but yeah, like you know, this is kind of like we didn't put him on the list. But this is kind of like Michigan and Notre Dame. You know, they have Notre Dame has the sign that says play like a champion that they smack every time they go out of the locker room, but or Michigan has the go blue banner that they smack every time they run out, but we didn't put those on the list, but this is just Howard's Rock kind of but you know, symbolizing all three of those with the tradition like that. Uh, next we got the singing of Country Roads at West Virginia. This started in nineteen eighty. Uh, sometimes after wins or before fans ever get to the West Virginia Mountaineers, they link arms and they sing John Denver's hit, Country Roads. I mean, I am, pretty cool. We picked this up at our high school, and we're up in Indiana, and if you know anything about us and our student sections, we make no sense. Because when our loss, we go hard in the paint and we have fun in the student sections, and you can guarantee that we are singing Country Roads at least once at every home game. At least once. You can count on it. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, and it's, just, a, it's just a song that brings people together almost. Ryan, do you sing Country Roads at the game? Well, I'm usually on the bench, so I don't <laughs> really sing the, sing the song, but well, I, mean, I always enjoy it whenever uh, it comes on. And uh, I think... Even though you may never have even been to West Virginia, but it sounds like a pretty nice place. <laughs> I mean, what about Sh- like Shenandoah River? I mean, <laughs> can't beat it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we—I don't, don't know if we've ever actually played it at a football game, but I mean, we could have done it there. We could have. Well, we definitely could have, and we should have. But moving right along on the list, we got the twelfth man of Texas A&M. It didn't start, but it originated back in 1939 when a player, an ex-football player, was in the student section, and they're losing, I forget the school, but they're losing to a school from Louisiana, and they had an injured player, so he ran down to the bench and suited up in the injured player's gear, and it hyped up the crowd and the students and the players so much that they came back and won, so... That was kind of their 12th man right there. And I'm not going to lie. Mason told me about this yesterday. I can't believe it. This It's crazy. I am, You're telling me that this guy just went down and put on a jersey, and then everyone just went berserk? I mean, hey, he used to play football, so he kind of just blended right in. I mean, yeah. But now more than 38,000 Texas A&M students and fans, they stand during the whole games at Kyle Field, and it's become... Kyle Fields become known as the home of the 12th man, and it's just, it's one of those environments that it's really, they have like white towels that they spin around, and it's just dazing and confusing almost when, for teams that play there, so, yeah. yeah it's, uh, Kyle Field holds over 100,000 
people and when 38,000 of them are standing and you know that's a place that a lot of SEC schools aren't going to want to come into on Saturday night. That, that's berserk. It's crazy. That's, I mean, you're walking into just anarchy <laughs> off the I mean, roof. Who knows? Maybe maybe more than 38,000 of them stand. Maybe the whole, if it's a big game, maybe the whole stadium stands. All the They're fans. all screaming, going berserk. They all have like the little white towels, kind of like the terrible towels from <laughs> Pittsburgh. They're flinging around. Um, then we got Wisconsin with Jump Around. Started back in 1998. Badger fans get up on their feet and start singing and jumping around as House of Pain's song Jump Around Jump Around plays at the end of the third quarter. So it's always at the end of the third quarter. Um, I remember watching a couple years ago Wisconsin play Michigan and it was at Wisconsin and they did that and I was I, I was confused at first. I was like what is this? But then I mean, it's is, it, is House of Pain from I mean, are they from Wisconsin? What's going on? I don't know if they're from Wisconsin or they just really like that song, kind of like us with West Virginia. I mean, it <laughs> might be, it might just be, yeah, because House of Pain is based out of Los Angeles, California, from what I'm finding right now. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I get it. I'm, I know the song. It does just make you want to just get up and jump, just go crazy. So I did probably boost the crowd like crazy. Probably boost the players playing after watching it. I mean, it seems like Wisconsin's winning the Big Ten West every year, so it must be working. So I can stick with it. <laughs> Does anybody know uh, how much their stadium holds, like the capacity of their stadium? Mm. Can anybody Google that for me real quick? Uh, if you hear a little banging in yeah, the, in the, the there's, podcast... There's there's construction. construction going on downstairs of our studio, so just bear with us. It shouldn't be that loud, but if you hear like a little knocking, it. Uh, we're looking for Wisconsin's uh, football field. Yeah, their stadium. How much uh, holds about eighty thousand? So you got eighty thousand fans jumping up and screaming, jump around. I'm surprised that place doesn't fall apart. That's that's gonna crack the foundation of that stadium. Right, days. it has a couple times. I mean, they used to be able to hold. I mean, back in 2004, they used to be able to hold 82,000. Now they're back down to 80,000. So who knows? Maybe they realize that they hit their limit at 82,000. They're like, hey, some of these people can't come. We're going to have a problem. Brian, you want to tell us about the War Eagle? All right, uh, War Eagle, that's a tradition at, down at Auburn. And an eagle flies around Jordan Hare Stadium multiple times before it lands on the field. As the crowd chants, War Eagle. Yeah, it's, <laughs> and it's always before the games too. They do it like right before like the team. I don't know if it's right before the teams come out or like when they come out. But I looked at it. It started back like the seven. It started in 2000, but in the 70s, the Auburn Veterinary like part of the university. Yeah. They started bringing in injured eagles, and then they just decided to. Honor it. Honor it. But, well, that's what we Let want. Like, they, they have, like, the keeper with, like, the glove on, so it flies around, and the crowd chants War Eagle, but sometimes it can be confusing because Auburn, Auburn are the Tigers, and, you know, you got yeah. Eagle, got War Eagle. But last year they couldn't have it because the NCAA put a ban on live animal mascots really? because of COVID. But they should have it back this year. Who knows? But uh, Next we got the... Uh... 
the Sooner Schooner. Oklahoma started this in 1964. Boomer and Sooner, the two ponies that represent the U of Oklahoma, ran out onto the field pulling behind them a replica of... I don't know why we have it's, this. It's, I don't know why we have me reading this. It's, right it's now. what the wagon is called. It's like an old like pioneer wagon, like when they settled the West. A Kunstoga wagon and take multiple laps around the field. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen one of these videos where like the horse went crazy and like the wagon. Oh, the wagon tipped over, tipped over one, like a yeah. couple years ago. The wagon okay. is okay. That's what I thought. Over. That's what I thought. I thought that was like a whole big deal and like a whole. It went. Problem. It went. It, it, it made too hard of a right turn and it just yeah. It just I those tiny over. those tiny wheels can't hold that. I can't do that. I mean, I don't know what happened, but like it, it flipped over. So I mean, I mean everyone's okay, but they're still <laughs> gonna hope. do it. But, you know. <laughs> Uh, no, but, okay, so, now that we've gone through those, I still can't believe that we forgot to just even mention this one at first. We have Carmen, Ohio. That's when, at Ohio State games, after the games, you see all the players group up together in the end zone, and they start swaying back and forth and singing a song. That song is Carmen, Ohio, which also means the song of Ohio. Uh, it's, Basically, it's like the, it's like Country Rose Must Read. Yeah, I mean, they just all huddle around, all, all the whole stadium just links arms and sway back and forth and sings a song. So the same thing as West Virginia, but just a different song, different university. Yeah. You know that? Yeah, but they, but they do it win, lose, or draw, too. So, 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 so it's West Virginia. I mean, that's, that is true. I saw Ohio State's the basketball tournament team was called Clemens Cool. Didn't know where that came from, but it now is I know. Carmen, Ohio. Learn something new every day. The more you yes, know, sir. right? The more you know. Well, I mean, now that we talked about those, anybody got any interesting things to say about them? You know, your pick, like, what do you think is the best one out of all those? The Wave at Iowa is just a classic. That's just a feel-good story. I That has to be one of the top ones. Yeah, the Wave, the Kinnick Wave at Iowa, that is pretty cool. It's just heartwarming. It. To, to touch, to reach out and touch those kids who are struggling so hard, it really is inspirational and makes even like the most uh, uh, like new new of fans to college football yeah. just makes them even just you know warm their hearts a little bit. So I and I would probably go with the wave, the singing of Country Rose, just because that's a classic, and then just because I'm from Ohio, Carmen, Ohio. But I, those are probably just the three classics in my eyes. Brian? Uh, I agree, I like the wave, but it's hard to pick a tradition that's not even five years old as the best tradition that is, in college that, football. That also is very true, because so, I, I also brought that argument up to Mason when we first talked about it. I was like, 2017, they just started this, but then when I started well, reading I was like, okay, yeah. makes but sense. The hospital's yeah. relatively new. Yeah. Like, a hospital hasn't been around there for a while. Yeah, so. I mean, I agree. They keep tradition. it going, it'll be but, legendary. But if I have to pick the best tradition in college football, I'm going to have to go with the 12th man in Texas A&M. It's back from 1989. It's a crazy story. And then you see other teams kind of stealing it nowadays. The Seattle Seahawks, they yeah. have their 12th man. So you can see that obviously it's a great tradition. Other schools are kind of trying you know, to take it. I kind of got to agree with Ryan here. I mean... To me, a tradition has to be something that, at your home stadium, that, like, it, tradition's good for, like, the long run, 
but also I feel like you have to have that element in there of striking fear and like just intimidation in the hearts of your opponents. And I feel like the 12th man does that because if you if you're a player and you're visiting Kyle Field and you look up and you see all these people standing and yelling with waving their little white towels. What is happening? Is this storming out right now? I think it's storming. Waving all their white towels in the air, you know. <laughs> I, I, I would be scared. I'd be like, oh crap, like, you know. Oh, um, okay, also, hold on. I, I gotta tell you. So we we're talking about it has to be going on for a long while for it to be count as a legendary tradition. Yeah. Carmen, Ohio started back in 1903. Oh my god, the lights are shutting off in here right now. It is storming bad well, out. We might, anyway, we might just want to finish this segment real quick. And then. <laughs> anyway, Ohio State suffered an 86-0 loss to Michigan back in 1903, and the men's glee club that was riding with the football team started singing Carmen, Ohio on the way home. And ever since then, it's been a tradition and kind of like a fight song. Well, um, yeah, we might want to just you know wrap this segment up here before we get blown away. You know, building a stake now. One that I just remembered that we forgot to add is uh, the wideouts at Penn State. That that could that probably yeah, honestly that's that, like blinding. That'd probably be even more intimidating than Yeah, I was just about to say we just lost power. I was trying to look something up online, the Wi Fi had went out. But that'd be even more intimidating than uh, the twelfth man at, at Kyle Field because that the, everyone's dressed in all white and they have the towels, so I mean that's even worse than. But yeah, kind of forgot that. But I would pick that and then the 12th man. But like I said, on this list, I would pick the 12th man. But we forgot to add the whiteouts at Beaver Stadium. But yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I don't know what I don't know what we should do. I mean, it sounds like it's starting to chill out outside, but. Well, I, we're gonna go. We're gonna take a quick break. Go check the weather, and then we'll be right back. Yeah. All right. All right uh, we're back. Um, it's just tsunamiing outside. It's raining really yeah. hard. Uh, lost power a couple times. Uh, electrical explosion in town. It's kind of bad. Yeah. Um, a transformer blew up just diagonally across the street from my house. But I, I, I think I think everything's okay. My sister texted us, but. We're not at my house, so... It's fine. It, we're, <laughs> it's every, fine. Everything's going to be okay. But, uh, uh, anyway, we're back. We're going to open up some packs real quick. We have... Uh, we, we're only... Okay, so let me tell you the trouble that me and Mason went through trying to get these. We went to, what, five different stores yesterday? We went to... We went to one wa- two, two Walmarts. Two Walmarts. Two Walgreens. Two Walgreens. And then a CVS. And, and the CVS. CVS was the last place that we checked, and it was the last places that had packs... They had two 15 card packs, and then they found we found a whole bunch of collectible NFL figures. It's teeny they're, like, they're like an inch tall. Yeah, and, and it's like a little figurine of players, so we, we figured we could open these up. We too. got those when we thought we couldn't find cards just in case, but yeah. we're just going to open those up anyway. So you guys want to start with those? Sure. All right. That's good. I... I don't even know what to expect. Um, we got a fourth pack and opened them yesterday. And we got, uh, just to see what they were, we got, uh, I think, who was it? Devin Singletary and Zach Ertz. Yep. I can't get mine freaking open. I got mine. I got mine. 
Do you only get one iron? No, there's another one in there. Okay, I got one. I got a Packer and a Titan. But I got a Buccaneer and a Giant. You got a Bear and a Brown, that's AJ Brown, right? For who, on the Titans? Yeah. Number 11? Yeah. Yeah, it's AJ Brown. I got AJ Brown from the Titans. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Oh. I got Aaron Rodgers, baby. Oh. Let's go. Okay. I got AJ Brown. Brian, who you got? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Just like I got uh, Khalil Mack. Oh. And Josh Jacobs. Heck not yeah. Bad. Not bad. All right, well, my New York Giant is Saquon Barkley. That's nice. pretty cool. What about the little cards that you guys got? I also I, got a Deshaun Watson and a Nick Chubb. Oh. All right, I got Saquon Barkley and a, and a black Tom Brady. What? <laughs> look at is Aaron. Rod look at Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers does kind of look light skin. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Are they all like this? I don't know. Zach Ertz looked light skin in the one that you got of him yesterday. He was lighter though. But why? Tom Brady is not this dark. <laughs> not at all. What about the little cards that you got? Oh, I didn't. I have Dalvin that, so. Cook and Ben Roethlisberger. Nice. Okay, so yeah, like the little cards are like just little player profile cards. They're they're not actual like the figures, but they're just like they're tiny. They're like an inch by inch card. Oh, I dropped something. But I got <laughs> I got Gardner Minshew. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's the only player profile card I got. Oh wow. Alrighty, now we're on to the actual football cards. Actual football We got cards. 30 cards in total. We split them so we got 10 each. My first card, I start off with a rookie, Jonathan Taylor, from the Colts. My first card, I have a rookie, Justin Herbert. He had a good rookie season. I have a New York Giants, Tiki Barber. <laughs> I got a... Rookie from the Kansas City Chiefs, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. That's my boy right there. Got a rookie, Jacob Easton, from my Indianapolis Colts. He might get a chance to show off his talents. Dude, I don't know. I saw that Carson Wentz is eyeing week one for a return. Alright, I got a rookie, Jerry Judy, from Denver. Okay, this, this card's really, really nice. It's a luminance. It's a rookie, Jalen Hurts. I have a luminance, another rookie, Jonathan Taylor. Nice, two Jonathan Taylor pulls this. Brandon Ayuk from... Hey, Florida that's Irish. funny because I got a rookie Brandon Ayuk too. Wow. Is your shiny mine's kind of shiny? Mine's a normal. Oh, Looks kind of like shiny. I have a rookie J.K. Dobbins. Hey, there we go. I have a rookie James Robinson from Jacksonville. I got a rookie Jeff... Got a rookie Tua Tagovailoa. 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 Not the best okay, I got you, Ryan. pronunciations. If you need pronunciations, just let me know. I'll help you guys out. I got DeAndre Hopkins from Arizona. I got a rookie card. Uh, number 19, Panini. Joe Burrow. It's a Chronicles. Wow. Got a rookie card. Uh, Patrick Queen from the Ravens. I got Jalen Rieger, wide receiver for the Eagles. Another rookie card from the Colts. Once again, Jonathan Taylor. He's popular. Uh, 
Shanini, Prism, Black, Filthy Cod, uh, Henry Ruggs, the Fade, and the Raiders. I got a, I got a pretty cool rookie card of Clyde Edwards Euler. It's, uh, it's like three different pictures of him. And it's oh, wow. Like, it's got like scenes of the football yeah. separate the pictures. It's pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to follow it up after that with a rookie card defensive end from the Washington football team, Chase Young. Oh. Uh, we got a lot of good pulls so far. We got a lot of rookies. Yeah, another rookie card, uh, Gabrielle Davis from the Bills. I don't know too much about him, but maybe you'll have a breakout season. Maybe. I got a, another rookie card, surprise, surprise, LaVisca Chanel Jr. It's another, like, three with the seams of the football split in it. Fair enough. I'm just going to go ahead and do my last two. I have Roby Anderson and Cooper Cup. And my last two happens to be another Robbie Anderson and Jonathan Taylor. Again. <laughs> this is the triple, triple Jonathan Taylor. Honestly, we might have made enough money off of these cards to actually buy online packs. Keeping with the rookie Jonathan Taylor theme, surprise, <laughs> surprise, another Jonathan Taylor. This one's cool. It's like clear. Oh, wow. It's clear and then it has like Jonathan Taylor is it's just like a picture of him. Then like the rest of the card is clear. If anyone wow. wants to buy some pretty cool Jonathan Taylor rookie cards. If you are a Jonathan Taylor fan, let us know. We can hook you up. Except for the clear one, because that one's pretty cool. I like that one. Oh, and then I got another rookie Jerry Judy. Good. Honestly, a pretty decent pack opening for us today. Lots of rookies. Lots of chance for profit if we wanted to I think, so. I think those were better than last week's. Guaranteed. And, I mean, last week's were 2021s. These were And it was a bigger box, too. Yeah. These are just small little packs. The 15 Well, I mean, we got a 40-pack 40, 40 last week. And, I mean, these are 30, so. Alrighty, boys. Well, that's for this segment of the yeah, card pulling shenanigans. That's, that's on this segment of the football card pack opening. And pretty good stuff. I mean, I'm kind of happy with them. As a Kansas City fan, I'm kind of drooling over those Clyde Edwards-Elair Edwards ones, but you know. That Chase Young card looks really good. Yeah. Alright, well, we're going to take another quick break and catch you on our next segment. Alright, and we're back, and it's time for a new segment on the show called Debate, Debate Time! Time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this week's debate topic something that a lot of people have controversy of in the NFL mixed emotions big big talk here lately a lot of controversy it is which team in the NFL really is America's team so America's team right now has been forever basically the Dallas Cowboys they say it they own it it's, I, it is what it is. They got a star on their helmet, so they think yeah, they're the they, I don't know. I, I've never believed in the Dallas hype. I The only thing good about Dallas is literally just Zeke. Ezekiel yeah. Elliott. So, the big question is, is it the Cowboys? Do you guys think America's team is the Cowboys? Uh, no. Nah. Personally, I say no. They're... I mean, 
It's the Cowboys. They're always just so underwhelming they every year. They dude. haven't made the playoffs in so long. They play in the like weakest division in the exactly. NFL every year. And they, they still can't do anything really in it. Like, I don't know. They have Ezekiel Elliott. I and they've kind of started to waste some of his prime years now. I I really don't know about Dak Prescott. I I want to like him, but there's just something about him that I I can't get on board with. And then there 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 is a lot of talent. They just can't put it together. If you want to look at America's team, you need to look at your Cleveland Browns. Well, hold on. And look and look and look at that. Hold on. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Calm down. We're not there. We're still on the Cowboys. Okay. I don't care about the Cowboys, dog. They that's pitiful. Okay, That's well, so you fire, I forget, who's there? Jason Garrett. Ga- Jason Garrett. And then they bring in Mike McCarthy. You fire Jason Garrett, bring in Mike McCarthy. Who had it and for like a year or two. He, he quit. Yeah. He, got, he was out of Green Bay already. Yeah. And you bring in Mike McCarthy, and it's still not going over well. I, I honestly feel like they should move on from Ezekiel Elliott. I feel like Ezekiel Elliott is overrated. But that's my hot take, that yeah. Ezekiel is overrated. You're Ryan, wrong. anything you got to say wrong. about if the, ca- if the Cowboys are America's team? I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I think Ezekiel Elliott is pretty good running back. I Thank feel, you. Uh, Matt Prescott, I think like he's he's a good quarterback, but he's never going to be an elite quarterback in the NFL. Thank you. Of, uh, it's like Joe Flacco. Yeah, he's like a, I never he's, said anything about like Dak Joe Prescott, Flacco. okay? Don't, don't, don't bring that Dak Prescott hostility towards me. I never said anything about Dak Prescott. I think, can, I think he can only win if he has a really strong team around him and a good defense, which they haven't had in recent years. Okay, but get this. Josh Allen is a quarterback, and since being drafted, he has more touchdowns than Ezekiel Elliott. That's your star running back. That's your starting running back for Dallas. They can't do anything for him, though. Yeah, they rely a lot on him and don't give him a lot of help. Well, I, but I think we can all agree that the Cowboys are not America's team. Yeah, uh, guaranteed. I will, I will say that being America's team isn't all about winning. A lot of it, I think, is about fan base. Dedication. The, the Cowboys do have a pretty widespread fan base down there in Texas. Yeah, and they have like their Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders that are like super known about. I am. It's the whole thing. But I am still the only reason they it like they are America's team is because they can get so much money. That I am that the Dallas Cowboys have to bring in probably the most money in the league, right? We'd say probably. I mean, they have who are they ran by Jerry Jones? Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's <laughs> has been around for a long time and I'm pretty sure he has a lot of money down there in Jerry World. That little that little just stadium setup that he has with all of just it's like a whole like hotel down there. It's like its own like wor- like literal world down there. Okay. Well, moving on. So what so what in your guys' minds makes America's team America's team? Like what what do you think should qualify a team to be America's team? The fans, just the grittiness of the team, if that makes any sense, just like the toughness. Yeah. A team that the average person can relate to and get behind. Some has to have a not it doesn't have to be all stars like say like Tampa is. 
But like you have a couple of guys and they are guys. They are dudes. They're so so are you saying Tam- are you saying Tampa's America's team? I'm not saying that. Um, But for me, to make America's team America's team, you have to have someone, a team that, excuse me, hold on. You have to have a team that it represents America and it represents the citizens of America and that hard work and dedication that was built towards America, that was used to build the great nation. And you got to have people that you got to have a team that represents like the blue collars of America and who represent that hard work, dedication and grind. I so, just have a question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, just to clarify, are we talking about uh, like a singular team like for 2021 or a franchise throughout their history? Throughout their history, all around. Like, yeah, just right. in general. And. You know, I, I feel like if you're going to call yourself America's team, you can't be from Dallas. You can't be from out west. I feel like you your team should reside in the east, in the east, in those original 13 colonies. Oh, oh. So, uh, what are you, so what are you saying over here? We're not there yet. We're not there yet. I think if you're America's team, you should be able to go anywhere in America and find fans for that team. Yeah, that's true. That's and true. That's true. I don't know if you're going to find a lot of... Jets fans. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's the Jets. I'm not saying it's the Jets. I'm not saying it's the Jets. I mean, but I mean, we'll just we'll just start. I mean, Easton, America's team. Who you got? Amer- okay, so there's a couple different ways you could go. You could go. Hey, if you think if you think it's the Stars, you can go to Tampa. Personally, I don't think it's Tampa. I don't think it's all about that. You could go how how tough a city is. You could go the tough grittiness of Chicago. You could go the Bears. They have ironed, their franchise isn't the best right now and as of late, but ironed, they've put together some runs. They're an old team. You could go with like the Giants. You could go with the Giants or the Patriots. The Patriot way up there at Bilicek. Or you can go with... Nah, I'm just joking. I don't <laughs> want to even go there. I was going to say Cleveland Browns, but like there's nothing like... I am. They're orange. Like they wear the color orange and they wear the color brown and it's stripes. I. Am, I mean. I, I mean. See how you can't get behind the Cleveland Browns, but like. Cle- Cleveland has been through adversity, though. They have had. To, they have had to fight hard. Listen, I'm not. To get where they are. Cleveland's definitely not America's team because they are misunderstood. Just I. Am, the world may never understand Cleveland. That's just the one thing about Cleveland. They've had as many quarterbacks as we've had presidents as a nation, so that's got to count towards something. Right, so the Jets too, though, haven't they? I mean, Jets are getting up. There. Not not as close as. Not close Jets as are bad. I mean, I was re- watching a thing. The Jets have been so bad as of late that the Browns' conversation for quarterback hasn't even been a thing anymore. We're, we've started to go back to the history of the past 25 years of quarterbacks for the Jets. There's like 15 to 20 of them. It's terrible just within the past 25 years. All righty, soon. Anyway, Wrap it up. Who's America's team? Patriots. Patriots. I can Okay, I can see that. Up there, the general? Yeah. I can see that. Um, is like an absolute general. I mean... I can see that because you're the Patriots. You know, you're red, white, and blue. You represent that American spirit. And, I mean, you're up there in Massachusetts and Foxborough. I didn't like, get to get to the main point, though. A little dark horse for that, though, would probably be the Detroit Lions just because of how bad they are. But, I mean, they've always been tough. Like, I am mean, the Matthew Stafford-led Lions 
throughout our childhood at least. I mean, they they were tough. They put together playoff runs pretty pretty. I mean, not a lot. Ryan, 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 Google, Google, Ryan, Google for me when the last time when the last time the Lions yeah, made the playoffs. I don't think it's been a lot, but they've always been around for like yeah. those Thanksgiving Listen. games. They've always yeah. had Matthew Stafford, Stafford just slinging the ball all around. Listen, I have I have data on my phone. I'm gonna Google it right now. I don't know if they ever did make playoffs. I was thinking about the Bengals with how like bad they had always been, but always making the playoffs. The Bengals, like they made, the, they would always make the playoffs and lose the first game. Yeah, I don't think the Lions have made the playoffs recently because they had the they had the 0-16 pretty recently. <laughs> It was also the last time the Lions would win at Lambeau Field until 2015. From 1992 until 2014, the Lions lost 24 straight games. And was wait, what is this? Is telling me about Lambeau them at Lambeau Field? Don't care about. Listen. Anyway, they haven't made a lot of playoffs, but they've always had that tough grittiness about them. Okay. Matthew Stafford slinging the ball always hurt. I. He's not. He's not. He's not in Detroit anymore. We haven't seen their new quarterback there this year. We haven't okay. seen Jared Goff so, there yet. So, after missing the playoffs in 2015, Detroit bounced back the following year to capture postseason birth. Okay, so it was kind of recent. But they lost in the opening round of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, but they still made it. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but... Anyway, so... Easton thinks it's the Patriots. Ryan, who you got? Uh... I'm not quite sure. Uh, I definitely, I don't think the Patriots can be America's team because controversy. Really, yeah, they've had all the scandals, and I know there's a lot of people that, yeah, hate the Patriots, especially yeah down here. A lot of Colts fans don't like the Patriots from the Peyton Manning days, and uh, so a team that a lot of people, I feel like America's team has to be a team that a lot of people like, and outside of New England. More people would rather see the Patriots lose, I think, than see the Patriots. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But, uh, so I'm not sure. I think one team that always travels well and has a lot of fans in, during away games is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, seems, seems like they always have a strong showing no matter where they're at. Uh, if you talk about fan base, out west, the Denver Broncos have a like all that huge trunk all the way from Kansas City to the LA. Like that's all Broncos. Yeah, they got Las Vegas, Las Vegas now. Uh, yeah, the Raiders. Uh, so I, I guess I don't really know, but yeah, those are a few question. of my thoughts. Those are so. I mean, you got Broncos. But I think the Cowboys do have the biggest. Just um, yeah. A big brand, I guess. But I feel like it, but, it's just like NFL just pushing it because it's just like, I mean, what else do we really want to be the face of the NFL? They, I mean, they just, they've never really tested it out what it could be. I feel like they've always just pushed the narrative that Dallas is America's team and that's final. Alright, Ryan, so you've got to pick one Denver, Dallas, or Pittsburgh? <laughs> it's a tough decision, Ryan, but we, we gotta go with one of them. I'll pick one. Yeah, I'll just I'll just keep it at Dallas. It's from Texas. Everything's big. Ryan's keeping it in Dallas. I don't think it's something that should be solidified. I think 
they make it a bigger deal than it is, and there's a lot of teams that a lot of people like. All right. Sure. Well, all right, well. What do you think, Mason? Well, I'm about to tell you what I think, all right? Like I said, gotta be a team that represents hard work, dedication, you know, gotta represent the citizens of America and those blue-collar citizens that are gritty. They work their tail off. You got, you gotta, you gotta just represent those hard workers. And to me, America's team, you gotta be from those original thirteen colonies in that East Coast. You got, you gotta be. We're 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 going to Philadelphia, or we're going to not Philadelphia. God, we're going to Pennsylvania. America's team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is. Their fan base. When back before the Chargers drafted Justin Herbert, back when they sucked, back in that little soccer stadium they played in LA, they played the Steelers. There were two times as many Steelers fans as Chargers fans, and that's in California. No, it was a couple years after they got moved. Exactly. Yeah, it's because they don't have a fan base in LA yet. Okay, the Steelers, welders, steel workers, that's hard work, that's dedication, that built America. Listen, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I don't Look at the resume. Look at the resume. How many Super Bowls? Six? Six Super Bowls? Yeah. That infamous steel curtain defense? I mean, I like, can, I can I mean, see it. They were, like, they were one of my finalists, so I go with it but also I just don't know if they have the as much as big of a brand I guess throughout the entire United States you make me want to get sick right now as okay calm down Mr. Mr. Browns fan over there all I'm saying the Steelers should be America's team and look at their coaches they they change they they change coaches like once every 40 years like they coaches stick with Pittsburgh forever I like Mike Tomlin as a coach. He's done everything right that he needs to from a coaching standpoint. He's taken them to the boys even when... Hey, get your stuff together over there, Ryan. Who, who's taking off on you right there? I dropped Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is trying to take off and get an early jump at that rushing title right now. Nah, but anyway, I don't know. Mike Tomlin, great coach. I like the guy. The Steelers in general, though, I can't, I, I can't get behind that. It's, I am, it's the, the only reason you can't get behind it is because you are a Browns fan. Yeah. Look, look, yeah, look, yeah. look past your bias. Look past your Browns fan, and just realize that the Steelers are America's team. No. It won't happen. Dude, they are everything they represent. Everything they're I'd, for. I'd rather the Dallas Cowboys. Even their location. I'd rather, even. I'd rather the Dallas Cowboys. You know how much? You know much? You know how much his, history the state of Pennsylvania has with the original thirteen colonies and America. I get that. I get that. But you have a team in the state, listen, one of the states where listen, it all you started. Have a mic almost in your mouth right now. They probably hear you screaming. Listen, right now. you have it where the, where it all started. You know, I guess the Patriots could be more where it all started. But hey, Steelers with what they represent, they are America, and they represent America like that. No. And that that's all I gotta say about that. 
the Steelers, America's team. We got Easton with the Patriots. Ryan with, what would you say, Dallas? I ended you, up keeping it with the Cowboys, but I, I can see Pittsburgh as it is. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, All right. Thank you, Ryan. Any other comments from you guys? Anything else you guys want to say? Thanks for having me. Well, yep. I think that is going to wrap it up for this episode of In the Trenches. Be sure to join us next week. And if you like, hit that like button. If you like this, subscribe. I don't know if we can subscribe. If you're on Spotify, follow us, I guess. Follow us, I guess. But if you liked it, hit that like button. I mean, anything else you guys want to say? Easton's just mad because I picked the Steelers over there. He's on his phone pouting. But, Brian, anything else you got? Looking forward to a great season for the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, hey, also... Fancy football draft coming <laughs> Sunday. What you guys thinking? I got since I won last year, I have the trophy. I'm bringing the trophy back. That way, you guys can all look at it and see what I'm gonna be bringing home back to back. Yeah, I, I doubt. I doubt. I I, I doubt that's gonna happen. And I'm, it's I know. It's kind of like the opposite of Tampa Bay right now. I won a championship. I can't bring back my whole squad. They, they brought back their whole squad. They're trying to run it back completely. I can't do that, but I still have to win a championship. How are we going to do that? I don't know. I don't know. We'll catch you guys after our fantasy football draft and kind of discuss our picks and everything. But until then, from all of us here at the End of Trenches podcast, have a great day, and we'll see you next time.